Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1050, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions, and I answer them for you. And in case you're new here and are wondering about my background, well, Dr. Neil is not just a nickname. I actually do have my Doctor of Public Health degree with emphases in chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I also have my Master of Public Health degree. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. When I'm not doing this podcast, I'm full-time faculty within the California State University system. I've also published peer-reviewed research, have presented at national conferences, and been featured in over 70 different media outlets for my expertise on basically all the things I talk about on this show. All right, enough about me. I'm sure you're eager to hear today's question, so let's get right to it as we optimize your life. So today's question came to me via email. So not only can you call in your question or submit one via our website, now you can email one to me at health at oldpodcast.com. So Laura writes, I'm struggling with making progress. I have written down goals, meditated, taken action steps, and for some reason, I am not making any progress on my lose 50 pounds goal. And here's my response. Thank you so much for your question, Laura. I can completely understand your frustration. First, I wanna be sure to mention that you are off to a good start. Writing down your goals is actually a perfect first step. In my experience, many don't even get that far. Second, know that you are not alone. In my experience, having helped hundreds of individuals lose weight, seeing the results from their efforts can seem like that proverbial carrot dangling in front of them. Close, but not within reach. It's so frustrating, especially when you've been doing everything right and your body simply isn't responding. Now, there could be a couple of things going on. Now, Laura, I'm going to assume that you have lost maybe a little bit of weight, maybe not a lot, but even a few pounds. Now, when that happens, the body often adjusts to this weight loss by doing something that surprises most people. 
When you lose weight, even a little bit of weight, your metabolism slows down. I repeat, when you lose weight, your body's metabolism slows down. Remember, the word metabolism is referring to the number of calories you burn in a day. A large portion of the calories you burn every day is due to keeping your organs functioning, you breathing, powering your brain, digesting and absorbing nutrients, and so on. So how is it possible that someone that carries more weight has a higher metabolism? Well, this is because when our bodies are forced to carry more weight, we burn more calories as a result of that. So here's what happens when you plateau. Your metabolism has gradually slowed down as the weight was coming off. So you'll be following the same meal plan and exercise routine and nothing happens. If your metabolism has slowed down and yet you're consuming about the same number of calories and doing the same exercises, you'll plateau. Still confused? Okay, I hope this helps. If you're not driving right now, do this with me. Now imagine you're gonna perform a shoulder raise with your left arm. So gradually, raise your left arm so that it's above your head. Now, raise your right arm directly in front of you, but keep it at shoulder height. Don't lift it all the way above your head. Okay, so right now, your left arm should be higher than your right. Now, slowly start to lower your left arm, but keeping your right hand still. The left arm, the one that should be coming down, represents your metabolism slowing as you lose weight. Your right hand, which isn't moving, represents the diet and exercise routine you've been following. So eventually, as you continue lowering your left arm, it's gonna line up with your right. That represents the plateau when they line up. So how can you break through the plateau? If I was successful with this demonstration, you already know the answer you need to find ways to move your right arm. That means you have to change either your diet or your exercise routine. In my experience, individuals usually find it a bit nicer to modify their exercise routine. This is because they often feel very comfortable with the meal plan they've created. They found their rhythm. Also, sometimes folks are following a low-calorie diet as it is, so having them cut back even more on their calories could be dangerous. Now, Laura, if you haven't been sticking to a specific meal plan, that is the best place to start. But if you have been controlling your portions and watching your calorie intake, then we can look to mixing up your exercise routine. So here are some tips. First of all, check with your healthcare provider to be sure that there's not an underlying condition or an underlying reason why you may not be losing weight. We just wanna make sure that there's no underlying condition that could be stopping your progress and that needs to be diagnosed. But if everything looks clear, then we can move on to this step. If you haven't been doing this already, again, start now. You can use good old-fashioned paper and pencil, or there are lots of free phone apps available. Basically, every time you consume a meal, a snack, or even a drink, write it down. Write down the day and the time you consumed that food or drink, what you ate or drank, and how much of it you consumed. Or if you prefer to use a free phone app, The Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics likes one called Chronometer, spelled C-R-O-N-O-M-E-T-E-R, Chronometer. I've used it and have had my students use it for projects and it's really user-friendly. The reason tracking your food and drink intake is so powerful is because it first forces you to become aware of what you're eating and drinking as well as your portions. Second, by bringing you this awareness, it makes the eating behavior less automatic. 
you have to start to think about whether the food or drink you're about to consume is gonna help you with your weight loss goals. And it's for these reasons, researchers have repeatedly found that simply tracking your food intake can help jumpstart weight loss. Now, if you're wondering, well, then how many calories should I be eating each day? Most health professionals recommend you consume between 1,500 and 1,700 calories each day if you want to lose weight. But do not go below 1,500 calories each day because that could place unnecessary stress on the body. And as always, be sure your healthcare provider is aware of your diet and weight loss goals. Next, exercise. The National Weight Control Registry has studied 60,000 people for over 10 years. Now, all of these folks have lost at least 30 pounds and have successfully kept it off. Want to know what they had in common? Exercise. They exercised regularly. But just saying exercise isn't enough. We need to be more specific about the types of exercises that will help trigger weight loss. Now, according to the National Weight Control Registry, most of their participants participated in walking, about 60 minutes each day. So let's say that that's your preferred method for cardio. Sometimes, just walking isn't enough. We can still plateau with our weight loss. So to mix things up, consider adding in some resistance training. It could be body weight exercises, lifting actual dumbbells and barbells, using resistance bands, whatever suits you. Why would this help? Resistance training is one of the best ways to build muscle quickly. Muscle is very active tissue and helps increase our metabolisms by burning calories for us. So again, we're moving that right arm. Now, when it comes to cardio, change the intensity. So if you normally walk for 30 minutes, jog instead. Now, I don't expect you to jog for 30 minutes straight. Even if you end up jogging for only five or 10 minutes or maybe even two minutes and then walk for the other 28 minutes, that's fine. Why would this help? Well, by increasing the intensity, you will burn more calories during that two, five, or 10-minute jog more than you would if you just walked. We're finding that by incorporating high-intensity activity like this, you not only burn more calories during the workout, but we find there's also something called an afterburn effect, which means the body continues to burn more calories after you finish the workout. What a nice added bonus. So, if you try and follow these steps as closely as possible, after checking with your doctor for medical clearance, you should start to see some of those pounds melt off. I wish you all the best, Laura, as you smash through your weight loss plateau. And again, thank you for the question, Laura. You're gonna be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you wanna be in the raffle, send me a question. Again, now I'm taking email questions, so feel free to write one in to health at oldpodcast.com. Or like before, you can send in an audio question. Just come by oldpodcast.com slash ask, or you can call in your audio question. The number is 61 I love OHD. All right, thank you so much for listening every day and all the way through. And I'll be back here tomorrow for our Saturday show and where your optimal life awaits.